1: Hello, hello, gorgeous goddesses. Welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous, fabulous day. So I have an amazing interview for you on this episode. It's with me, um, but it's with my gorgeous friend, Elizabeth Amato from the Glow Up Effect podcast. So she has an amazing podcast that you should all check out. She really gets in touch with any woman who's having a free can glow up or has had one. And I mean, who doesn't want to be inspired by that? I certainly do. So in this interview, I'm talking all about confidence and how to tap into that. We also touch on my postpartum journey and finding your authenticity in motherhood and what that means, what that looks like. So it's lots of mama goodness and confidence goodness, and I just hope you really enjoy it. So let me know what you think and make sure you go follow along with the Glow Up Effect podcast. Here's episode 52. Have a beautiful day.
0: Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today I'm hanging out with Emily Kylo of the Cool Mom 101 podcast. Oh my God, you're actually, I think my first like podcast fellow podcast guests like podcaster in unison so welcome (laughs) thank you so much for having me I'm so pumped to be here I'm super excited um I really thrive off of finding like pod soul sisters and Emily is one of them um and she's all the way in Canada so welcome Yeah. So, um, me and Emily connected on Instagram. I always like to throw a little, you know, background story. I was like, Hey girl, like who did your website? Like, I love your website. And we had been kind of mingling before, like, you know, like engaging online, but, um, Emily, referred me to the service um that allowed me to finally launch the globeeffect.com so thank you for that tip um but really we were able to connect as well being moms and how we're not just regular moms we're cool moms and i was like i was like okay this is a joke because that's literally the tagline on my personal instagram <laughs> you have to come on the podcast so without further ado I'll give you the floor like tell us about yourself who are you and what do you do and what does it mean to be a cool mom like let's lay it all out there yes and I love that little
1: backstory and also it made me it made my brain turn because I was like when did we actually connect though? I feel like it's been a long time of like following each other on social media. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we've definitely followed each other for a while, but then we just started like very actively engaging and then you know, it was just a magnet.
1: Yes, it was <laughs> exactly. I feel like we are definitely like a good connection. We got we got a vibe. Um, so a little bit about me is I'm an entrepreneur, so I have two businesses, and I'm also a mom to Leo, who is one and a half. Um yeah, one and a half. So he's a toddler, so he's like sprinting around everywhere, like he only has one speed. Um, and that's sprinting, (laughs) so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. And really, for me, what a cool mom is, and I'm glad you asked this because I think some women get a little, and I've heard this kind of feedback, is they almost get a little, um, worried that maybe they're not quote unquote cool. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure people understand that for me. A cool mom is really a mom who knows they are special and whole and complete outside of their role as a mom. Mm -hmm. To me, like, that's a cool mom. So it's someone who is showing up for herself in this world and, of course, you know, for your kids. But I really, that's what I think a cool mom is. Someone who still puts themselves first Mm -hmm. and knows who they are.
0: Love that. Um, I wanted to jump right in and ask you, you know, you said you had two businesses. Tell us about what inspired you to have two separate, like one is daunting enough, right? I was like, okay, <laughs> How, what drew you to have two separate and like sticking through with it and like going full on? Great question. So
1: for me, I'll just kind of give you a bit of an origin story and mm-hmm. I'll kind of, I think, answer your question along the way. So I started my first business, Cool Mom One Hundred One, as a podcast about a year ago. So I was around eight months into my maternity leave. Podcasting was something I had always wanted to get into, and the backstory on that is I was a um, failed blogger, uh, mm-hmm. as in like I, the rest of us. <laughs> I, like, I don't like this, but I, I I think there was something there, and for me, the best medium for myself is podcasting. I love interviewing people, getting those interesting stories and really connecting that way. So I definitely have found my found my medium. But it started as a podcast and it was really a way for me to express my creativity connect with other women entrepreneurs who typically they're also moms, um, almost exclusively moms who are entrepreneurs. So it's really fascinating for me. I love hearing the stories and moms through all different stages, right? I've talked to moms who have teenage kids. And so that's a whole different game than what you're in with a five-year-old. Almost five, or is he five? Five on Sunday. Almost five. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, Or then, you know, it's a different experience for me who has a toddler. Mm. So, anyways, I love speaking to moms who are also entrepreneurs. So that was where Cool Mom 101 really started. Mm. And I wanted a place where. Moms could be educated, and it's like the cool moms, you know. It's like I just felt like there wasn't a lot out there that was, like I said, speaking to moms who also stayed true to themselves and were entrepreneurs and are doing all this cool shit. Like, that's what I wanted to create. So, it started with the podcast and then gradually morphed into the addition of coaching. So, working with women typically working with women who are starting their business I have a lot of expertise in branding and marketing so working with women and really working through any blocks you have and working on all the mindset stuff and giving you the tools to really be your most confident in all those main areas of your life so that's cool mom 101 and then my other business is Rosa Media Co so I, like I mentioned, have been working in marketing and PR for about 10 years now. And this was always something I just knew I was going to do. It was just kind of a matter of time. And so as I this actually ties into my kind of like motherhood story too. So as I was going to be coming back from maternity leave, I was like, I cannot go back to this corporate job
0: make me go
1: (laughs) yeah seriously I was like I can't and it was just kind of like it almost was like the flip of a switch of just like nope this is the time you wanted to do this forever now's the time and so that was in January of this year actually I started that business so here we are two businesses in and the reason I've kept them separate is well, they're two very different things, first of all. Yeah. And for me, I'm always thinking about, from that branding perspective, like who are my audiences? Who am I talking to? So for the PR agency, it's not really the same audience as my Cool Mom 101 audience, so that's why it made complete sense for them to be separate and I do like telling this story because I did think about like should I do um something like cool mom media or something like that mm-hmm. that was kind of still underneath that umbrella so to speak mm-hmm. and I decided that it just made sense to do two completely different brands and keep them separate because the other thing is my clients who I work with on the PR side they're probably not going to work with me on the coaching side. Um, so the way that there is some crossover, so to speak, is that when you work with me on the coaching side, you get all of my PR and marketing knowledge. But it, you know what I mean? It's not like the same client is going to be working with me in both ways. So it just made sense uh, to keep them separate.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it makes total sense. Um, and like, for example, like you um, introduce like the coffee client that you have. And that's completely like other wheelhouse from like what you do in your coaching. So it just made it just made sense. Clearly everything was just divine intervention like it had to go down. but something that really stuck out to me was you know you saying like and we've all been there, moms. Like, we don't want to go back after maternity leave. (laughs) Like, why? (laughs) So, you know, dreading the return to our job. Can you walk us through, you know, what your experience shifting um, through your maternity leave? And I actually wanted to throw this in there, too. We have chatted about this. Canada and the U.S. have way different maternity leave practices. Mm -hmm. So really talking about you had a full, like, what, 18 months? Yeah, so now with your babe, is- yeah, I will
1: start by saying that I find, and this is kind of what we talked about um, when we talked a couple weeks ago. I find some of the regulations in the US to be borderline inhumane. Like mm-hmm. when women tell me they've had to go back to work after six weeks, I'm just I just don't under, it doesn't even, I don't find it comprehensible. I'm like, that just doesn't seem like a humane thing to do, frankly. So that's what I'll start with. Now, in terms of maternity leave for me and my experience, I had a good experience in, in that way, because I was able to take all the time I I wanted. So from my corporate job, I told them I was going to be taking eighteen months,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I ended up going back to work, but it was starting my own business um that p r business in January, mm-hmm. so that would have been i think I was at about mm, fourteen or fifteen months, so I had that full time to be with my son mm-hmm. and don 't get me wrong there's I still went through all the challenges and you know difficulties of being at home with a newborn, yeah. it's like the first time yeah. I yeah. found that awful, essentially, most of the time. But once I started to get a, a little bit of a hang of it, and was able to get a little more support that I needed, I think having that time was so crucial for us, for a couple reasons. So for me and my son, it was a crucial bonding experience, I think, mm-hmm. even though it's really trying sometimes. And like, I probably cried more in that 14 months than the rest of my life combined. Um, but would I have cried more had I been sitting at a job I hate? Probably.
0: <laughs> right. So. Yeah. You're, oh. You have like separation anxiety. Um, like you're wondering, totally. Oh, what are they doing now? Like, Oh, the, the, it's their nap time, you know? Yes, absolutely. So for me, I think I had a very different experience from a lot of women where
1: I was like dying to work again. Like I was like, can I work now? Like I just really wanted to get my creative juices flowing. I'm the type of like a bit of a type A personality of like, let's go, I'm a go get Right. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit like itching to work again. Yeah. But I also think because I was allowed that time and space, that's what ended up happening is I was like beyond ready. By the time January hit, I was like, I had a new client, I had a new business, I was like, just ready to rock. But like I said, I do think there's a big part of that. And the part of the reason I was ready to rock was because I did have those, you know, 14, 15 months uh, to ease in, let's, that's like the way to look at it to ease into motherhood.
0: Because <laughs> yeah.
1: it hits you like a ton of bricks. And I think being able to have a little bit of extra time was so, so crucial for me.
0: Yeah, and then, like, you think about, like, the first year of a baby's life. Like, once they're 12, like, you know, they're mobile. Like, I just think, like, when I went back to work, like, my son was still, like, in his little bouncer. Like, couldn't even sit up, you know? So to think, like, oh, my gosh, like, 18 months, like, what is, they're walking by then, Like, they're out. They're, they're, um, what did you say your son does? um Sprints. Sprinting. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was saying to
1: Elizabeth that, like, my son just has, like, that one speed, right? just the one um oh. yeah exactly and I think they are so much more independent I mean he gets more and more independent all of our kids do yeah, every and they holding
0: their own sippy cup like that's life-changing okay guys like extra hand yeah and it's just it really did
1: it really was a good experience minus the tears and actually becoming a mother but you know
0: <laughs> ah, I just like I love that I love that you were able to experience that. And that's a part of your story, your transition into motherhood. Uh, But I wanted to ask, you know, how has it been to become a mom and trying to stay in touch with your true self you threw a little bit about that in the, in your intro, but kind of break it down for the listeners. You know, how are some ways that you stay in touch with, you know, your pre mom or your true self and things that make you happy?
1: Absolutely. And I think that's really the key is what you said at the end there, like staying true to things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a firm believer in following our passions Mm -hmm. because they're there for a reason. You don't just become interested in something to let it kind of like fly by you. When you're interested in something and you have passions and curiosities, even, I firmly believe you should Follow them. You never know what's going to open up for you. So, for me in the beginning, it was really hard. Like any mom, I was like, What the F has happened? Where has my life gone? My life is over. Is there a return policy on this kid? Where's
0: the receipt? (laughs) Where's the receipt?
1: (laughs) Um, Like, so I had all these big, you know, emotions that I think a lot of women go through. Like, I remember texting my sister, like, beside myself in tears being like I regret this like I feel full-on regret and it's just a very weird feeling Mm -hmm. if anyone else has felt it it's I hear a lot from women when you do finally open up about it but it's weird because it's such a blessing and you love your kid but I felt regret I was like did I why did I do this like um so that was the beginning Yeah. And so at the beginning, when I'm feeling those types of feelings, of course, I, I I don't even, I'm not even in touch with my true self. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who she is. Like right now I'm some sleep deprived, like person who is just attached to this new little human that in the beginning doesn't really do a whole lot. (laughs) There's no feedback from the kid really. Right. You're like, am I doing a good job? I don't know. So you go from that where you just don't even you just do lose yourself in that way. And I think if you're not careful, you can continue on like that. Yeah, And you can just get so wrapped up in your children that you forget about who you are as a person. Like, who is Emily? Like, like you said, what is she interested in? What are her passions? What does she care about? So for me, it was really important after I went through that first phase of being like, what the F happened? Once I started to get through that a bit, I really made sure to stick to the things and the people that brought out the best in me. So I, you know, once I was able to work out again, I went back to my workouts. They looked different in the beginning. Let me preface because I do not like the idea of bounce back and you should do all the things you did right away. Like, no, your body takes years, years, plural to even restore the minerals that were lost. I just
0: pregnancy. want my minerals back. Emily, like, okay. don't get started. Yes. <laughs> I just no, want my minerals back.
1: <laughs> totally fair. We all do, okay? And they will come back eventually. But, you know, it takes time. So my workouts look different, but I, that was always a part of my life before. And I made sure I got back into it. The other big thing for me is my friendships, like in my those relationships. So I was, like, very – very, like I found it very imperative to continue hanging out with my girlfriends. Like your girlfriends are gold. And I just, I I didn't stop hanging out with them. I still made that time where I could. Did it look different in the beginning? Yes. Because I couldn't go out all night and then, you know, try and breastfeed your kid through the night and then whatever it is. Like, that's not really, that's not going to, going to fly but I still made sure that I hung out with them. And then I really made sure I stuck to, and like got a good handle on my rituals and routines as soon as I could again. So making sure I was doing those things that filled me up before my day started or during the middle of the day. If your kid's like waking up at night still, whenever you can kind of get it in, uh, I would make sure I still did that too.
0: Love that. Um, Well, out of curiosity, can you sprinkle a little of like what is your morning ritual? But (laughs) yes, it's quite a process. (laughs)
1: Um, So yeah, right now my ritual is that I do get up a little before Leo. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: will preface by saying, and this is important for the moms, like personally, I don't get up every single day before him. Mm -hmm. Most days I do. But I, for me, it's, I don't set an alarm at 5.30 a.m. I just naturally typically wake up, you know, 30, 40 minutes before him. Mm -hmm. So typically get up before leo and i will meditate Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah um i'll do a certain meditation whatever i'm kind of working on it'll change and i will do some tapping so eft tapping that's one of my newer rituals that i'm just so in love with and then i will do um typically some journaling so again just depends what kind of zone i'm in Depends what I'll what I'll go into my journal for. And then the last thing I typically do is have my lemon water. So I have like warm water with lemon to start my day.
0: That is probably one thing that I just like want to commit to. Like, Elizabeth, can you just drink the dang lemon water? Like, yes, you can and you will. I'm gonna check on you. Can I ask you, do you you just squeeze it every morning or do you like leave like your lemons pre-cut? Like, do you make a big batch? Like, give me some, like, please encourage yeah. Great question. Because no, i it, like, staring at me like, this is not in the notes, girl. Like, this
1: was not in the <laughs> no. notes. No. <laughs> I am always happy to go off scripts. So with my lemon water, I've been doing this for about five, six months now like religiously. Um, so this was partly a tip from my acupuncturist and not that it's like revolutionary, but we were just working on up leveling some things. And she's like, this is like the best way for you to start your morning. So I was like, yes, I'm doing it. So I cut a every morning I cut a lemon and I use a whole half of a lemon, squeeze it in. And then I pour a little hot water and then a little cool water so that it's like, drinkable <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. i'm good to go cuz like moms don't have t- i don't have time to wait around for the water to get like drinkable right so that's yeah. my process that seems to
0: work well for me <laughs> okay yeah i mean in the past like i've i've dabbled in it and i just like i know and i've heard so much about the benefits you know first thing in the morning and i'm just like i can't i can't even get it done like uh, like why um and i've tried one time i made a big batch i added a little bit of cinnamon to it um, oh But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try to just commit to 30 days, create that habit for myself. Thank you for inspiring me. Um, You're so welcome. listening. Thank you for, for my breakthrough. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, this
1: is what I'm here for, girl. And I will say, yes. And another little tip on, on that, which sometimes works really well for people, is when you go to change your whole routine, Mm -hmm. sometimes it helps to just, start small and keep adding things in that's kind of what I did so maybe it's not that you start and do my entire routine that I just told you because it's a lot of shit yeah maybe just do the lemon water and then you you know once you got that under control you're feeling good about that you're doing it every day because it makes you feel good then add something else that also adds value that's that's kind of a good tip for a lot of people so it's not overwhelming
0: yeah love it Awesome. So to jump in a little bit, I wanted to ask you, so your Cool Mom 101 brand and coaching is really big on confidence building. So can you share one little mindset tip um, that can help the listeners take a step towards being more bold and confident? Absolutely. So yes, confidence is Just something I'm so
1: passionate about, and I could talk about it all day long, um, but I won't. Um, (laughs) So the mindset with your confidence really is everything. And when you realize that you create your whole reality, like when you finally realize this, that you create everything, it's like you really can start to have some major, major shifts and talk about glow-ups. Like that's when it gets really good. Mm-hmm. So one tip that I love that has really worked for me that I want to share with your listeners is, and this is related to confidence mindset. So yeah. we've all heard about mantras. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure all your listeners are up on that. Um, one tip that I love is to try saying your mantras, looking at yourself in the mirror.
0: Oh,
1: ah. so It might feel a little weird at first, um, but I find that it just, it opens up something when you actually can look at yourself and say something really nice, whatever the mantra is you're working with, and just look into your eyes and be like, yes, like (laughs) you're looking at yourself, you're looking into your soul because that's where the confidence comes from, right? It's actually not about like that my hair just got done last week or that I had like a facial or anything like that it's not. It actually has to come from way within. So I find looking at yourself, small little thing, and saying those mantras can really change it all.
0: Love that. I gotta try that. But <laughs> try you're it. it's know. a little weird, and
1: then I was thinking, I was like, it is a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> can I just preface it could, to know that like, the first time you do it, it is going to feel a little bit weird for some people. And that's totally cool. <laughs> gotta keep going. You
0: got to get to the breakthrough. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And if anyone ends up trying that, DM us, find us on socials, let us know how it went. So you're going to be bold and confident and lovely glowing on up. Yeah, girl. Um, lastly, this is kind of a fun little question. If you could give yourself a pep talk this time last year, what would
1: you tell yourself? Oh, I love this one. So, I think that I would just say, girl, (laughs) girl, get out of your own damn way and just go for it. (laughs) And you know what? This is a bit of a mantra that I keep in the back of my mind now because we talked a little bit about where my businesses started from, but they're just two perfect examples of things that I'd thought about doing for literally years. Mm -hmm. So who knows what could be different right now? If I had gone for it two years ago, you know, so just keep that in mind. Just, just go for it, go for it before you know everything. And I'm definitely really good at that now, but I think I used to get a little held up thinking, but I don't have all the information. Like, I don't know exactly how to podcast and I didn't, and I still went for it because once you're in the game, that's when you learn and that's when you know more things, right? If you're just sitting on the sidelines, still trying to like educate yourself you're never gonna get in the game and you're never gonna get anywhere. <laughs> so
0: so true. Go for it, girl. I follow um a podcaster and um one of her her like I guess mantras or quotes or like her thing. She's actually writing a book, is ready is a lie. And like I uh-huh. like, I I just love saying that I'm like ready is a freaking lie. Screw this, like just go for it. And I can totally relate to you on the like jump ship on the podcast, like it's going down. Like, and here we are, one year strong. Sure. Do you know what else it relates to for both of us is motherhood
1: because Uh, I was not ready. I mean, mine was a surprise, so I really wasn't ready, Um, but honestly, there's no getting ready for motherhood, is there?
0: (laughs) So just just do do it. it. (laughs) So true. Completely unexpected. Came out of left field, and here we are Mm -hmm. doing all the things. So I always like to ask my guests on the show, how would you define a glow up? And do you have a glow tip for the listeners?
1: Ooh, yes. Okay. So a glow up to me is really any time that someone steps more into their authentic self Mm. and more into their power. So whatever that looks like for them, that to me is a glow up because you can see it. You, when someone's like really being their self and really going after things that they desire, you can just see it. And that to me is the glow up. You're like, yeah, you look different, right? You look different. You're, you yeah. just are doing these things. So yeah, that's They're what creating that, that. Yes. That oh, energy. Ooh, glow tip. Okay. This is my new favorite thing right now
0: <laughs> it is for now.
1: yeah for now uh, i'm always like learning new things so um walking meditations i was like where have you been all my life um and speaking about getting getting into like that confidence especially and even thinking about we talked a lot about getting down to who you are and your authentic self and i find like the walking meditations are so money so i would definitely recommend trying that and yeah let us know if you do because I love I love passing on that one because people definitely love it so you don't have to sit there for like an hour on like a bolster going like oh you don't need to do that to meditate so I love the movement with the kind of mindset
0: meditation it is fire oh I yeah I'm very intrigued. This like gems, love this, love <laughs> everything. All right, this is a fun one. What is your favorite glow accessory? Something you absolutely cannot be without. Okay, so this was an interesting one because I was like,
1: does she want a material thing? So I'll first I'll say my material thing things would be I'm really into this um, exfoliator polish. Mm -hmm. from Zoe Skincare. It's like, oh, it's so good. It just like makes my skin feel the softest. And I've gotten back into using my gua sha. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's really helping. So anyway, those are like my material things. But as soon as I saw this question, though, my first thing was, it's like, it's my support system. So it's like all the people in my life. So I have like my business coach. I have my assistant I have a nutrition coach too. I have a part-time nanny. I have a cleaner. Like all these people that are so supportive and allow me to be who I am right now and do all these amazing things that I get to do. And I'm just so grateful for this like amazing group of people around me. So
0: yeah, and it sounds like they allow you to stay grounded because you think of the whole like octo mom who wants to do it all, but like we can't do it all. And we need to be able to ask for help. Um, so they allow you to be great at what you're doing and pursuing your passion because you're able to ask for that help. So I love that. That was, that was a great ending note. (laughs) That said, Thank you so much for joining me. This was fantabulous. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Um, and lastly, where can the um, listeners find you online? Oh, it was so much fun! Thanks again for having me. I'm just so grateful that we've been
1: able to connect, and you're just such a gem. I just know we're like pals. If I could fly to the states, seriously, just I would you? totally come say hi. I just don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to do that again. But <laughs> ever open? One day, if we open the border to the U.S., <laughs> I'll be able to go and return home. Um, but <laughs> but find me online at at one oh one and that's my podcast and coaching business and then I'm at rosa media co for my PR consultancy.
0: Amazing. So everyone go check out Emily all the awesome things she's doing and we'll chat soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Glow Up Effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out The Glow Up Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at The Glow Up Effect. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.